going crazy, but lately my head and my heart seem to be at least a million miles apart. And my heart says to love you, my head says to run. It's like my heart is too afraid to tell my head what it's done. I know that it can never be the way it was, even though you'll be the death of me. I can't give you up too much, it's not enough, it's not the love, it's not the lust that grips me. Must be the whiskey I've been drinking to remember And drinking to forget I got I love you on my mind I got Jim Beam on my brain Yeah, yeah, yeah Here we are again Between the staves, baby With a little Cody Jinx coming at you, huh? Mm. Like that? I do like it. Yeah, man. Cody Jinks, man. He actually was just recently introduced to me somehow. Uh, a buddy of mine, I, I don't know how I've never noticed this guy. Like, uh, I don't understand, um, you know, how I've not noticed him. You know what I'm saying? Didn't guy at work introduce you? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, a buddy of mine, Wesley Fletcher, man, he, he's always got uh, such insight when it comes to music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, uh, you know I, I take his advice. Right. When it comes to listening to some of these guys, man, this dude is spot on. If you get a chance, go Google this guy, listen to some of his music. Cody Jinks is amazing. Yeah, he's up and coming. He's Absolutely. He's a good guy, man. Yeah. What have been up to, man? Hey, man, you know, working hard, you know, every single day we doing the same thing, working safe. Got to give a shout out to my boys at, at Jim Beam. We actually today had an appreciation day. Hell yeah. Yeah, for uh, we uh, one year and counting. Mm-hmm. No injuries, bro. No injuries. No injuries, man. Wow. Everybody's been working safe, working hard. I'm really proud of those guys. So that's incredible, man. Hand clap for you. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> love you guys. That's like what me and Eric Hansen were talking about today. Injuries are going to happen. Just absolutely. like sports. I mean, absolutely. Just like sports. I mean, yeah. that, that's a dangerous job, man. It is. I mean, you're dealing with 500 pound barrels that uh, don't give two shits about you. Mm-hmm. You know, there ain't much room for error. No, absolutely not. You kind of got. You got to have good communication. Mm-hmm. You got to have, uh, you know, good attention mm-hmm. to the task. And uh, you know, I think uh, we've we've been nailing it so far. Uh, you guys uh, have the same premise over there right oh, you're yeah. still working yeah working safe make sure yeah. everybody goes home the same way they came in it is right unfortunately injuries happen they do they do we've yeah. had uh we've had actually in the past we've had some severe injuries people have lost fingers mm. like it's it was nasty to see it's not a it's not a cool sight i got a buddy who works there joe white from orangeburg he uh, about lost his pinky mm. so he was cutting a wow. barrel cutting a barrel on the rails and it unfortunately fell on his pinky so yeah, like it's a very dangerous job. People don't realize how dangerous it the is. The rails are dangerous. Absolutely, yeah. No. That's the main yes. part. Well, I mean, I was injured. Uh, yeah. Not too. I don't. I don't know if I ever told you this, Brandon, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, we was in the we was in the floor. Uh, we had a newer guy who mm-hmm. was uh, unfamiliar with the warehouse right. and how everything kind of operates, and uh, he thought that you know you just had to be go 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 go. Oh yeah. Rolling the barrels. It's towards the end of the day. You know, we're trying to wind down and finish up the day, and. Um, well, the barrel he was he was rolling. He kicked it, mm-hmm. and if you kick a barrel to the too far right or too far left, it's going to go in the opposite direction right. of the side of the barrel you kick it. Yeah. And uh, he kicked that thing on the right side, and it went straight towards me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get out of the way fast enough. Well, hit me in the knee. Hit oh, me in the man. hit me in the knee. It uh, gave me about a uh, inch gap. Damn. You know, it, you can still see the scar. Like it looks like a baby bit me with just bottom teeth. <laughs> but yeah, the the metal band going around the barrel, man, it bit me, and uh, I actually went to a Louisville game wearing a knee brace. I had a, mm. I got upgraded to uh, handicap seats, got mm. me a little closer to Lamar. Yeah. But yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? That type of job, you have to pay attention. When you get a group of guys in that many barrels, it's dangerous. Absolutely. I mean, people got are tired. People, you got a headphone yeah. in. Looking at your phone, texting every now and then, like you can't do that shit all the nah, time. No, man, uh, we do it, but you can't do it all the time. Yeah, well, know? back in the past, we were doing mm-hmm. it. Uh, we actually, uh, if if a barrel's moving, mm-hmm. we don't have anything but communication, you know, as uh, as our sound. So uh, you, you don't wear earbud. No, we no. don't wear headphones. Uh, you know, if they do wear headphones, they're not in the uh, the danger zone, mm-hmm. as we say. So they're not in the rails. Mm-hmm. They're not on the floor. They're outside on the dock mm-hmm. where we roll the barrels onto a pallet. Right, right. But, yeah, man, I mean, 
we've been working safe and we had a little appreciation day at a cookout it was cool man it was a yeah. good deal yeah yeah y'all yeah, yeah. still rocking out uh 18 19 thousand barrels a day i think we did <laughs> we did 18 20 all week and then today they cut us a break and we did 1700 so oh man good for you guys yeah, right. <laughs> a little break right, never hurts yeah. it. <laughs> it, it wears you out man yeah, I mean, man but now nah, once i got home i was all worth it went to my boy's game mm-hmm. and he knocked a piss out of a ball hey. off the coach so like his daddy good. yeah i hope so <laughs> um you know i had a relative that got drafted in the second round by the cincinnati reds i did not man yeah, fill me in what, who that, is this googling man his name's tyler callahan Hell yeah. and his daddy played in uh pros too i mean he got he turned down south carolina right out of high school he's from jacksonville he's actually his parents are from up north in kentucky but uh, he turned down South Carolina, man, and that's awesome. You gonna get the hook up on some tickets? Well, once he gets moved up, I think he's the tenth or twelfth best prospect in the Reds farm system right no now. No so, way! Man. Good for him, Tyler man. Congratulations Callahan. to Y'all your new family. That's awesome. No, that's he, awesome. He ropes it, man. He's he's a lefty, just like my son Pearson. So, mm-hmm. how's Pearson doing? Is he uh, is he balling out just like Daddy too? Bro, he, that's that's the one I watched tonight. He's uh, he knocks the shit out of the ball. Dude. Really? He does. And how old is he? He just turned six. Wow, so, six years old and he's he's hitting it. Wow, I mean, he's hitting it in the outfield. I mean, he does really good, man. He That's does, awesome. He you got to you got to be proud. I, I mean, am. I am. you know, anytime that uh, your kid picks up a sport that you had interest in, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a cool experience to see them do the same thing. Is, you know, man. my boy played football. It was it was cool to watch him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he wore my number once. You know, he All wore right. one game. Wore my number sixteen. I loved it. It's, yeah. it's just cool it to kind cool. of. Relive through your kids. No, it is. It is. It's good stuff, Especially if they're passionate about it, you know. It is. That's awesome. And and like I said, on other shows, I ain't going to force them to play play sports, you know. Right, right. That's good. I'll help them if they want to, Absolutely, man. That's, uh, I mean... That's what people got to realize too. You uh, you can't force them. Once you start forcing stuff, mm-hmm. they're really gonna hate it. You know, you, you you tell them to eat their broccoli. You know what they're mm-hmm. wanting to do? They want to throw it on the floor. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but right, man. you know what I'm saying? Kids, man, they uh, they, they got to be their own people, mm-hmm. and we just gotta kind of let them go in their own direction, but guide them in the best way we can. I heard a story about you this weekend. You heard a story this, about me this week. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sure. What you get? I heard you got hurt in a Lexington Catholic football game. Oh, back in high school. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I actually snapped my collarbone in half. Was it at Catholic? On the it was field? no. It was on our field in uh-huh. Anderson County. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was our. Uh, for some reason, uh-huh. they thought that'd be a good homecoming game for us. You <laughs> know, let us just get the dog piss being <laughs> beat out of us by these. 40-year-old men. They were always good, weren't they? Man, I tell you what, we went to the, the you know, how the captains meet in the middle. You mm-hmm. know, they kind of yeah. do the coin toss, and we shake hands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I shit you not, these are grown-ass men, full beards. One of them, I think, was holding a baby. <laughs> drove there. <laughs> yeah, he drove there. Yeah, he just got uh, One of them was out on parole. Yeah. You know, Lexington Catholic, they always, uh, they recruited their people. They would have... They would have more people on the sideline than we had on our whole team. Yeah, they, and, they uh, definitely did. Yeah, man. And I had an all-freshman. Yeah, I did. I had an all-freshman offensive line. So uh, we're going into this game. Uh, I take one right up the middle. Boom. Uh, Clay Cox puts it in the gut. I go straight up the middle. I get met by first the defensive tackle, and mm-hmm. then I get met by a linebacker. So I'm getting hit from my right, getting hit from my left. You know, Snap it. And I just, I heard crunch, 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 and then a sharp pain went all the way up my neck and down my arm. Mm. So, uh, so I'm laying on the field, and uh, uh, it, it was weird. It was weird because I was trying to get up, but, like, I couldn't raise my arm up. And uh, I realized something was wrong, so I, I fell down. You know, mm-hmm. I, I went down, and uh, Coach Jackson, Coach Case came out there, and uh, our training staff, they uh you know analyzing what the problem was uh and uh i told him what it was and i told him where the pain was and mm-hmm. they said yeah it sounds like a, a collarbone issue what year were you there i was a senior mm, so yeah you get to finish senior year out i i actually uh bounced back mm-hmm. uh and got to play the very last game against bourbon county and scored a touchdown against them it was it was a cool experience you know mm-hmm. we beat the dog shit out of bourbon county then too it was 63 to nothing it was pretty bad uh but yeah, uh, it took a while to recover from mm-hmm. that. Uh, the doctor only let me play offense for some reason. 
Uh, I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering that's how I got hurt was on offense. But uh, Coach Jackson wasn't happy because I also played middle linebacker, right. I middle linebacker and uh, running back. So it was it was a crazy experience, man, to get hurt. You know, you've got a short amount of time to play the sport that you love, and to get any game taken away due to injury is uh, unfortunate and is uh, upsetting. Obviously, we kind of have something in common there too. Um, yeah, I was a senior in basketball, mm-hmm. and it was our second to last game before uh, the district tournament. Um, I was running down the floor. And I heard a snap in my foot, like mm. a rubber band. I mean, and my whole foot went numb. Well, I tore my plantar fascia, like, completely in half. So, um, it was kind of shitty, right? You know, my senior nights the next day, I yeah. started damn near almost two years, right? Mm-hmm. Worked your ass off yeah. to get to that point, too. So, yeah. I get, we get in our senior game. I don't even get to play. But Coach Drury, he puts me in for the last 20 seconds. Right. Just to give you. me a can. Yeah. But I can't even walk. I mean, and I'll be damn. I'm wide open. Eric McKee done got 20-plus. I'm wide open. I just want one shot my last game at home. This this dude shoots it. And I still give him hell about that. Oh, are you he, serious? He didn't even pass no the ball. Man. No. But not funny. I mean, it ain't funny, but <laughs> all right, we're in the district. We're playing uh, Shelby County to go to, for the district championship. And um, Brad Briscoe, he's my physical therapy hey, guy. Now. I love Brad yeah, Briscoe, too. man. We me go too. way back. I love that guy me and too. his wife. Well, he he taped my foot some special way so I could I could run a little bit. Support, yeah. yeah. So I, I I was I I think it was four trips down the court, dude. My left one snaps. No I swear. way. And so I had to go I had to go to school the next three or four days in a damn wheelchair, bro. Poor little tink tink. But um, I had a week to rest him, and I. Got back in and we got we played uh, Scott County and they pretty drummed us but our my senior year didn't end just like yours. I mean, yeah, it's a damn man, shame, it was man. unfortunate. Yeah. It was. That's uh, like I said, man. You you don't get those times back either. No, you you know? it's not like you get a redo. We didn't you know? have a COVID year. We didn't have anything like that. So yeah, that that'd been nice. It would have been nice to have just a one more shot. You it know, would've. yeah. It, but. but speaking of your football days, I want to know what what's your favorite football movie? Because I'm a huge movie guy. Oh, right? dude, I am too. I love right. movies. Any anybody that knows me knows that I'm a movie buff. Same, I love same I here. love movies. Same here. Uh, but football movies. Uh, my number one overall is Any Given Sunday. Okay. I mean, you've got an all star cast. All the way through. If you look it up, you've got Al Pacino. You do. You got Jamie Foxx. You do. You got Dennis Quaid, uh, Cameron Diaz. I mean, LL Cool J, Bill Bellamy. The list goes on and on. Right. You know what I'm saying? It and is. Uh, uh, I think it, it just it, it portrayed the most realistic view that any other football movie has ever kind of gave you into like a professional aspect of what uh, you know. Uh, professional football could potentially be like that's what I assumed that it would look like is what it portrayed the ending was killer that movie I mean that coach really got yeah that whole movie that whole movie just kinda you know you never know what's about to happen you never know if somebody's about to be snorting a line of cocaine Mm -hmm. or if somebody's gonna be you know flipping into the end Mm -hmm. zone it's it's, it's just a wild ride the whole whole movie dude I I got what what about you what would you like man I'm I got a tie for, I don't know. Yeah, my, I got a, I got a close second too. <laughs> my favorite, I think, is Varsity Blues, uh-huh. just because the area I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge hit back in the day. That man. was a good movie. It was but a good movie. Actually, I'm gonna name my top three. All right, go for it. I'm gonna say Varsity Blues. Mm-hmm. Remember the Titans. Bam. And Rudy. 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 Oh, bring it way back. Okay. Rudy. Rudy got me pumped. Rudy. Bro. Rudy. He was an yeah. underdog. He was an underdog. I mean, just kept fighting for what he believed in, man. I love and, Rudy. Yeah, man. that's a good, good one. It is. All right, so, so my top three. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a good list. I mm-hmm. like that. But uh, I got any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. I got longest yard. Longest yard. Yeah, that's a good one. And this one you probably don't uh, remember. It's called unnecessary roughness. Yeah, I remember. You remember Heck, Unnecessary yeah. Roughness? Hell yeah. Remember Sinbad in it? Yeah, I remember Yeah, Unnecessary man, that was, it was an old one. I remember watching that as a kid, and uh, uh, I remember Sinbad was in it, and I was like, I love Sinbad growing up. Uh, I, my dad listened to him all the time, his stand-up comedian. Uh, comedy, I'm sorry, his stand-up comedy was just hilarious to me as a kid. He never cussed in it, so I was allowed to watch it, you know. And uh, 
seeing him in a football movie was cool, man. You know, because mm-hmm. I like football. I like. You Sinbad. watch any any other of his movies? Sinbad? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, Man, uh, Man, House Guest, yeah. and then uh, First Kid. You remember when he was the like the security guard of the president? Yeah, that's yeah. First Kid. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's in a movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas too. Was he? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but it was back in the day. But yeah, okay. I like those Sinbad, man. He's yeah, cool. man, that's a good one. I mean, like I said, uh, he. That's part of that '90s era. Mm-hmm. Like Sinbad was big, yeah. JTT, Jonathan mm-hmm. Taylor Thomas was big, and, we, cool. and we'd probably think that stuff's corny today. But oh, it is. <laughs> oh, it is, <laughs> bro. You go yeah. back and watch. Like yeah. I love the Power Rangers movie. I, I do. I loved it. Now you watch it now, it is so cringeworthy. Yeah. Like it's it's awful. But I, you know, it still has a little special place in my mm-hmm. heart just because I loved it so much as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, so I'll get even a step farther. What is your favorite movie all time? Or just oh, your top two, maybe? My top two movies? No, I mean, all right, so my no, top... I have it. I already no, know what no, my top two movies no. are. So my first one of all time, Forrest Gump. You, Forrest Gump has every genre Bro, that, into that might movie. be the best acting movie ever. Absolutely. Seriously. I mean, uh, you know, it's... it's it's silly to see him portray the character that he is at mm-hmm. first, but then like you really kind of like feel for that character and like you know what he's going through. Like mm-hmm. I thought they, I thought it was perfect, and it had a little football love in there too. Yeah, he, yeah. You know, ran Alabama. It in for Alabama. Yeah. That's got to be the stupidest son of a bitch alive, but, but he sure is fast. <laughs> he sure <laughs> can run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then you know, it, I mean, that. Uh, of that time was it was amazing. I loved mm-hmm. I've loved that since it came out. And I think it came out in '97, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, uh, the Departed. That's a good one. You ever seen that yeah, one? Um, with a guy from Titanic's in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah Lee, the yeah. guy from Titanic. Man, you, you better DiCaprio. know who Leonardo DiCaprio is. I couldn't is. think of his name. Yeah, it's got. I mean, it's got another all-star cast. It's got Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt Damon. It's been I mean, a long time. Oh, since bro! Like I said, that is my favorite mm-hmm. movie of all time. Uh, the best, uh, the best quote of all time uh, was uh, Jack Nicholson. Mm-hmm. He's got he has a prostitute with him, with mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. and uh, he has a handful of cocaine. He throws it, you know, in the girl's area, mm-hmm. if you want to say, yeah. and then tells another girl. He goes. Don't come up until you're known. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. That is so Jack Nicholson. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But it's a good movie. Great actor. Yeah, twist ending, too. Mm-hmm. Y'all check that movie out. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? I, it, it's hard to watch movies with my kids nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because all they want to watch is YouTube. Yeah. You know, kids don't watch movies anymore. They like, like that corny up, shit. I know, man. Like, like, they like to watch kids play with toys. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that. I was like, you got toys in your room. Go play with them. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I honestly think, I, and it's a hard decision on my part, um, but I got to have Gladiator. Ooh, and, and there's no hey. there's no one and two here for me. Mm-hmm. But I love Shawshank Redemption. Man. Hey, that's a banger. It yeah. is. I liked him too a Morgan lot. Morgan Freeman. Yeah. He, yeah. And them are good movies. Um, about your favorite actor? My, well, man, it's got to be, it's a tie, I think. I think of all time, it's a tie. It's mm-hmm. got to be Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. and Denzel Washington. I like Denzel. Absolutely. A lot. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever seen a bad Denzel Washington movie early in Leonardo DiCaprio's career. Mm-hmm. Like he had some some stupid ones. Like you ever seen Romeo and Juliet? Yeah, I haven't. But That's okay because you didn't yeah. miss nothing but a bunch of stupidness. Mm-hmm. Was <laughs> you talking about Leo? Yeah, um, what, it was just so what bad. Is, uh, you they, ever seen Blood Diamond? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a, a great movie. That's a yeah. great movie. It yeah. is. I mean, that story, that whole story, yeah. uh, that guy getting to actually... Yeah. I'm not going to ruin the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it, but uh, check that movie out. I ain't Blood nobody Diamond. listening, so... Yeah, I know. It's just us talking. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Blood Diamond, I mean, like I said, the list goes on and on with Leonardo DiCaprio. The Revenant, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Titanic, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, I uh, think I think Denzel might be my favorite actor. Yeah, yeah Denzel's good. Damn man. Close. I've never seen a bad Denzel movie. Nah, Name one. Name nah. one bad Denzel I, movie. I can't. Exactly. I can't. Maybe either. the Equalizer Seven or whatever the hell they're on now. Yeah. I think they did three of them. When, when, I, when I was growing up, though, it was John Claude Van Damme. Oh my God, that was my dude and back Arnold. in the day too. Bloodsport, bro. If you, if you watching movies now, they're, they're damn near unwatchable. Yeah, I mean, but you know, it was you got to keep in mind it's a different time. Yeah, it is, you know what I'm saying? Like. 
watching a kickboxer with John Claude Van Damme. Uh, he starts mm-hmm. dancing in the middle. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the John Claude Van Damme scene where he's dancing in the bar, it's just it's god awful. It's awful. <laughs> it's so bad. No, oh, it is. It is, man. It is. But he's a he's an actual martial artist, man. He was mm-hmm. legit. Uh, uh, oh, he's 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 legit for sure. Yeah, but I mean, like I said, he was legit before he started doing Hollywood. After that, yeah. he became a ballerina. That's yeah. I kind of lost. Interest. He had some good movies back in the day. He did. I can yeah. name all them too, bro. Yeah. List goes on and on with him. My favorite one is probably Lionheart. Lionheart's a banger. It is absolutely. It is. Yeah, I think the um, what was it? Uh, oh man, he had a twin brother. You remember yeah, that movie? Yeah, uh, it's um. What was that called? Double Impact. Double Impact. Yeah, Double Impact. That was a good one. I love that one. Yeah. But, you know, I can't let my kids watch that either, you know. It's it's all violence, you know. There's so much violence, you know. Sean, or Chad was one of his names on there. Yeah. And I can't remember the other one. Sean? I think Sean it was Sean and Chad. And Chad. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. My mom bought me all of them. They're so man. cheesy. I know. They Watch, are. Yeah, watching back. Uh, there was another one. It was like Hard to Kill, I think is what it's called. Something like that, where he uh, had long hair. Mm-hmm. He, gra- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he grabs yeah. the snake and punches the snake, and the snake goes limp. It was, it was awful. Do you remember awesome. the one where he's like the robot, or not, not really cyborg? Robot. No, um, uh, Universal Soldiers. Yeah, Universal yeah, Soldiers. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. He had to get in a bathtub when yeah. he got weak. Dolph Lundgren was yeah. in that as well. Yeah, yeah. guy of Rocky. Yeah, the yeah, guy of Rocky yeah. was in there. Yeah, he's the guy with the ears on that, the That chain. was a good movie. It was there. a good movie. That was one of his best, I think. I'm telling you, I think we could probably sit here and talk about movies <laughs> right. all night, and mm-hmm. it it would be okay with me. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But What's your favorite chick flick movie? Chick flick movie? Uh, well, I'm going to get a little backlash from this, but there's no way that anybody can watch The Notebook and not like it. Mm-hmm. Damn, the I got, notebook, hey, bro. Go, if you go over, <laughs> if you go over and look under my dresser, I got the book. Bro. You got the book. I got the book. Who was it? Who's the author? Who's the I, author? I don't. I'd have to look. I don't know the author. <laughs> I don't remember either. But, but no. I just know it was a good movie. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That that story right there. It it uh, I, it may or may not have made me a little emotional. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't help it. You know, I get so invested in the movie sometimes. You know, I'll watch uh, it. and I really get good. into the story, and. Uh, it, it it it's sad. <laughs> Noah got her back, didn't he? He did, but she don't remember him. Yeah, now she don't. But. Now she don't. Right. Yeah. That's a good one, man. But uh, well, what you got? What's your chick flick movie? It's hard to beat that one. I it hate, is. I hate to agree with that. Yeah. It's hard to beat that one, man. It I really mean, is. It's, yeah, it's the uh, it's that one that always is a little tearjerker for you. Can sit down and watch it with your woman, and she's uh. She's gonna get emotional too. She might hug you a little bit harder. She's like, "I love mm-hmm. you so much." That's us right there. That's us. Yeah. That's us when we get old. <laughs> she, that, they, they both killed it acting wise, didn't they? Oh, dude. They yeah. Did. I mean, that was sunshine. Yeah, I know. That was sunshine from uh, Remember, uh, Remember was the it Sunshine. Yeah. No, it was this other guy. He was on the team, but it wasn't sunshine. It, it was. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah. You are right. It's a little dorky guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I can't remember his name. I, I ain't seen Sunshine since that movie. That was his one hit one. Yeah, I think he uh, is the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> now. Oh yeah, <laughs> McKee's somewhere. Yeah, boo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what do you want to talk about today, man? Hey, man. You know, I was thinking earlier today. I was thinking, uh, my kids are going to be starting school soon, mm-hmm. and that terrifies me. I don't know. I, I mean, we are actually at the point to where we have considered homeschooling our kids just because you never know what the hell is going to happen in these schools, man. It's sad. It is. It it's is. it's sad that you are you got a fear for your child's safety in a place that's supposed to be just as safe as home. Yeah. You know. But it's got to that point, man, every every year, you know. And let me get this straight. I'm not against guns at all. No, no, absolutely yeah. not. No, yeah. I'm not. I, I believe that everybody should be a gun owner, yeah. but they should be responsible gun owners. You're right, you know? and you can look behind me. I got a whole case back there of guns, yeah. but that didn't cause me to do nothing stupid with them. Well, no, like I said, I think uh, uh, it goes back to just attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it goes back to people wanting attention, mm-hmm. uh, uh, people just wanting to be, be recognized. Mental. It has be, to be. Yeah, it's it has be. to be. It's There's be. no sane person that could say. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna ruin all these people's families mm-hmm. and their lives 
you know, bringing a gun into school. Like, like school shootings? That mm. is so terrifying. They shot up a fucking elementary school. That's, dude. The that, Sandy Hook shit, man. That makes me sick, man. I mean, and what did it all start with, though? And, I mean, it started back when we were freaking teenagers, 1999, yeah. the Columbine High School massacre. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I, that was the trending uh, thing I, for... And, dude, I'm not saying shooting. It was a freaking massacre. massacre. Like, it Absolutely. was... At, I mean, for 20-something years up till a few years ago, it was the deadliest shooting ever. Ever. Yeah. yeah. It was school shooting, that you is. Mean, yeah. I mean, I remember it like the back of my hand. Like, I remember. I remember you want, you want to touch news. on Columbine? Hey, I'm, yeah, I'm down. I mean, that is a that that is kind of what has trended us to this point to yeah. where, where it's socially uh, recognized that that's what we do here in America. We just shoot up our schools. Yeah, it's like it's insane. And 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 that's where it started. And I, and I ain't and people want to blame blame blame. You can put metal detectors in front of the school, but a window don't. I mean, you can shoot the window out and crawl through it like nothing. Right. You know that's I mean? that's what happened yeah. with Columbine. If well, I'm well, not it's somewhat like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, um, but I'm going to tell you, it, in 1999, all right, I remember this because it was a big, I mean, it's an event in our life, man. You got this and 9-11 and a few other things that you, rank. You were what, a freshman in high school at this 99, point? 99, I was in eighth grade. Eighth grade? Eighth okay. grade. Yeah, I was in seventh then. But it was damn near close to being right, a freshman, right. right? I mean, I was right on the edge of it. Um, it was in 99, is in Columbine, Colorado, right? Yeah. All right. And uh, these two dudes... Dylan and Eric. I'm not even going to give them the benefit of saying their last name. They're cowards. Yeah, fuck them. Cowards to me. I'm not going to even... I'm not even going to give them that. So, but the thing that a lot of people don't know, it could have been a lot worse. All right? So, I'm, I'll explain that a little bit while we're talking. All right? So, these guys go to school in the morning with duffel bags. All right? And they put them in a the cafeteria by the big pillars. Right? Inside the cafeteria. Inside yeah. the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. So... Their plan the whole time was they had in these in these duffel bags they had twenty pound bombs. Was it pipe bombs? It was yeah, it was um propane bombs with like nails and shit in it. Oh wow. They were they were supposed to detonate when these kids were in lunch. So mm-hmm. we're talking a two thousand kid school or whatever you want to call yeah. that half of them are gonna be in the lunchroom at eleven o'clock. Right. So they're gonna detonate the bombs kill these kids and they were so close to these pillars the three-story school would collapse on the kids we're talking oh my goodness we're talking three four hundred deaths right there and the ones that got out they're gonna sit in a parking lot and just pick them off with their guns you know well, the ones that ran out of the yeah, building they, they were just they ran shoot out, them. right and they had semi-automatic shotguns man it was it was sickening dude i mean if y'all need to just just youtube the story it's sick yeah i remember i remember that being all over the news uh I was, I was kind of young, so I didn't really grasp what the hell was going on. But I remember yeah. that, that, I mean, they were saying that this is insane. Yeah. This is this is a massacre. Yeah, and we got some young viewers. I've seen the stats, so yeah. they might not know about this, right? Yeah, right. So, and, and I'm telling y'all, this is the f- first major school shooting They've ever. heard about it. They yeah. may be young, but I yeah. guarantee that... Uh, there's not many people that you you say Columbine and mm-hmm. they don't recognize it to that situation. Well, and, and well, anyway, these bombs didn't go off during their lunch period, mm-hmm. right? So they're in the parking lot waiting. They're like, "Damn, they ain't going off." So they start taking matters in their own hand. They start getting their ammunition. I mean, we're talking just all kinds of gun clips. They got vests on, magazines, trench coats yeah. to hide all this shit, and they start shooting people outside eating. Because they're not in the school yet. Oh, so they started outside Yeah, they're in the parking shooting? lot waiting for them kids to run out. Right. That didn't get blown up by the pipe or the bombs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the right. Propane so bombs. the bombs, did they, they not? Did, they did not detonate. Okay, no. okay. They did not detonate. And the one that did go off, they set a mile across the school so it attracted all the cops of there right. so they could pick more people off. So they had a strategic yes, uh, game planning. plan for this. It was 12 months planned from what I've read. And... I mean, we're talking, that's a lot of prepping, you know, and a Absolutely. lot of collecting ammunition. For anything. But they, um, wow. they're, they're cowards, man. And For sure. They, Absolutely. They shot, the, the the first couple of people, man, they shot it, just eating, just eating with your classmate. Think about that. Yeah, just any other day, you're just enjoying Think the that. day. And um, I got, and the third guy they shot, all right, 
I want to. I want. I want y'all to listen to what he had to say, and it's real quick. All okay. Right? It's real quick. Um, and and I'm only gonna do two of these. Just okay. And then we'll discuss it. But I want uh, you to. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I want you to hear what this guy had to say after he got shot. And then seconds later, maybe at the same time, my knee felt like it went out, and then this knee like got hurt, and then it felt like somebody punched me in the chest. So he shot me four times and I blacked out and then woke up sensing that somebody was behind me and I could see their shadow. And I put my hand up to ask for help. Um, just figured it was paintball, it hit a nerve, whatever. And he said, sure, I'll help you. And I looked up a little bit and he didn't grab my hand. And so I just laid back down and he put the shotgun right behind my ear and pulled the trigger. So I Wow. I mean, that is, is terrifying to even hear. That was uh that was heavy, that was heavy. Yeah, that, could you imagine? I can't, man. Um, just sitting there eating with your friends, and he thought it was a paintball gun, yeah. a senior prank. His name was Lance Kirkland, survivor. Got shot. You heard him four times wow. and a shotgun to the head. Think about it. He that, he is very very lucky to be alive <laughs> to tell that story. That is in, that's insane. It's sickening. That's saddening. It's sickening, but it, it it kept going, man. He was the you know third person shot. <sighs> that's These wild. guys ain't even into the school yet, and this is where I came to like you can have these alarm or freaking metal detectors. Oh, you want? Yeah. Yeah. They they shot through the glass doors, glass windows, crawled right in. You know their guns are outmatched for any cop that was there or any security guard. They had semi-automatic weapons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, or they had automatic weapons yeah, too, didn't they? Yeah, they, they had Uzis and I think I don't. I ain't, they had. Uh, I ain't, I'm not sure what weapons. Not 100 percent the guns they had, but I know they. <laughs> they had a shotgun. Yeah, they, both of them had sawed-off shotguns. Yeah, sawed-off shotguns hiding inside their uh, uh, trench coats. Well, and these guys, um, I mean, they they shot through the hallway as soon as they got in. A teacher seen him and uh, went to the library, man. And um, yeah, it it wasn't a good. It wasn't. That's where the main stuff really happened, dude. It was in the library. It was in the library, and um, the teacher, um, you know, she uh, she made the nine one one call. If would you like to hear it? I mean, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and first, yeah. first off, this ain't um. This ain't great audio. We're talking. We're talking twenty something years ago, guys. So, right. This is a nine one one call yeah, from that. Yeah. yeah so from yeah, the yeah, desk. Let's play. Go but ahead. you can hear it. Go ahead. Go for it. keeps going a little bit under there man and once these guys look once these guys reach the library man the first thing they did was shot a handicapped kid just sitting there didn't and he he wasn't panicking obviously didn't know what he's doing i'm speechless like i mean just to to relive this to actually hear the audio yeah it's, it's insane that somebody could go through with something like this it um they shot the handy. They shot the handicapped kid, man. And um, the next one they shot, and I know the names. I'm not gonna disrespect the families um, of saying the names, but they went up to this girl that was under the desk. Imagine scared to death, right? Mm-hmm. And they knew she's a big Christian girl, and um, they're like, "Hey, do you believe in God?" And she said, "Yes, yes." And he said, "Well, go to him." Boom. <sighs> shot her and um the next thing oh my gosh i know they're, i mean there's there's they're children i know they're, you gotta keep fucking, that in mind they're fucking children they're 15 16 17 18 year old yeah, kids think about where you were when you were that age and and, I, and this is the one that got me because this is the department me and you and most of my close friends would have come under okay 
And don't get me wrong, I was nice to everybody in school, man. Right. These guys at Columbine that played sports wore white hats. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, that was a, they called them jocks. It's, right. If you get deep into this, this Rattle, Dylan, yeah. Yeah, this Dylan and Eric hated people that played sports. So once they got to the library after they shot the handicapped kid and the girl, they said, "All right, everybody with a white hat that plays sports, stand up." Can you imagine? No, my God. So that'd be me and you. Yeah, that'd be me and you. We play sports, you know, and we were the. Quote, quote, quote jocks. jocks. Yeah. But um, they said the the people that tell stories said all the guys that play sports were hiding their hats and their pants and their shirts, and nobody stood up. So they made a quote like, all right, then, everybody dies. So, oh, I mean, gosh. dudes, they're going from desk to desk to desk to desk, just pointing guns and shotguns point blank and shooting people right in the head, right in, I mean, just killing people. And they didn't. I don't know, man. It's it was crazy. It, uh, it's sickening, dude. It you are. They were twisted. Yeah. Individuals like there's there's no way that those kids were mentally sane. No, they weren't. And I mean, I, I believe I, I do remember them trying to like the mainstream media was like trying to blame video games and trying to blame Marilyn Manson. Yep. Like. Uh, yep. It, it, it's it's their mental health. It's it's. It is. I mean, that is chaotic. That is insane. That. Oh, wow. I mean, and that's everywhere. You never know when that's going to happen. You never know when there's somebody who's going through some shit who doesn't even care about anybody else's well-being, but uh, they're ready to make them. You know. Oh wow, that's that's heavy. It is, man. And it, that's and what's sad is that's not the the last time that that happened. It ain't. It ain't the last time. And a guy that lived to tell the story. There's co- there's few of them. There's two that um, that stuck out in my mind. Cause, dude, I thought about this for years. You know. Um, how can you not? How can you forget? The, I mean, this one guy. He looks up at the Dylan guy, and he says, "What's up, Dylan? What are you doing?" They're good friends. Mm-hmm. And all he said was killing people. And he's like, "Well, you gonna kill me?" And Dylan said, no, get the hell out of here now. And that boy was like, in the story, he's like, I was scared to get up because I thought he was going to shoot me in the back, right? Mm-hmm. He let him go to tell the story. All right, this other guy, the first victim that was killed was his sister. So the two guys beside him that they killed, he uh, he put them over his body and started rubbing their blood on him to make him look dead. Yeah, just playing dead. Yeah, playing dead. And a lot of people survived playing dead. Dude, there was... There's 12 kids killed that day, one teacher, and 24 injured. And of the 24, five or six can't walk, you know. And, and wheelchairs, yeah. And I think they said two or three or four committed suicide afterwards from PTSD. I mean, imagine that right. traumatic experience. Right. All of the people that you've grown up with as a kid, you're going into high school with, you're getting ready to be an adult, and right. then your life is cut short. Your friendships, your close you know, relationships are cut short because of uh two people who had no no reason even being around society that's that's sickening it's bad it it was a 49 minute massacre man that's a long time it is it is a very long time and and you know how much we love police officers right right they said it was i think they said 30 something minutes before a police officer entered the building before they entered the building before they entered the building and 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 that, but times have changed. Absolutely, you know? they're they're more uh, prepared right, for exactly. situations like that. I'm telling yeah. you, this was the blueprint from school shootings, man. I'm, I'm I strongly believe that. Um, as as do I. And yeah. and we've we've Copycats. came we've came a long way from it. I know they keep happening and happening, and and people bitch, hey, the cops is cops. I mean, there's only so much you can do. I mean, it's, it's caught off guard. It's a brand new situation, exactly. something that hasn't happened before. And, you know, I mean, they are learning on the fly as that is conspiring. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I mean, I don't see how anybody would be prepared for that. I mean, it's. Whew. Dude, can you, can you, seriously, I mean, even you listeners, can think back to when you're in school. Can you picture somebody in your classroom shooting 
and your friend's dying beside you, and you got to hide under them and play but dead. Play dead. That's it's sickening, dude. I mean, it's deep. I mean, it's deep. gosh, man, I don't even know what to say. I know it's sad. That's, I mean, that's that's such a, a evil, evil experience. I mean, you're basically looking. A demon in its face whenever they point the gun at you. Could yeah. you imagine having a gun no. pointed at you? And another thing they're doing, um, they're knocking on the desk and saying peekaboo. And just, when they pop yeah, up. Yeah, yeah I you, remember that. And if you let that 911 call play on a little bit, you can hear them saying that in the background. And you can hear girls just begging for their life. I mean, it's... Sickening. Yeah, it's sickening, dude. It's and sickening. Not only do they have guns, I mean, they had... And not only the propane bombs, 20-pound bombs, they had little homemade pipe bombs that are just sitting off back and forth, back and forth, and just, I mean, blowing it up in people's, you know. And, uh, I mean, did they ever uh, establish what their... I, I know they made a bunch of, like, homemade videos, mm-hmm. like, for the preparation for this event. Right. Did they ever come to a conclusion as to why they um they they, they did this? They do, um... They said, I mean, I hate, I mean, I hate saying this, but they planned it on the anniversary of the Oklahoma City bombing, all right? Which was wait, wait, was, but, it's like the it was the day before, but something happened. They needed more ammunition from my research. When it also hit like Hitler's well, birthday, or something? they did it on Hitler's birthday the next day. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. And it was, and they said these people. It was, it was after it's on Valentine's Day or something like that. These people had hearts and teddy bears. So they went from this big high being, you know, loving and right to this. A day full of love turned into a day full of pain. And guys, yeah. if you if you do research on these guys, just watch them. They're evil as hell, man. And they uh, no consideration no. for their fellow person. No, that's 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 sad. Yeah, they uh, they didn't like anybody of race. They didn't like anybody of jocks. They didn't like you know what I'm saying. Anybody that. I mean, did they did they kind of try to pin this towards white supremacy? Well, but they hated white people, right? Ninety yeah, percent I mean, of the yeah. people they killed were white, white so it's yeah. hard to explain it, man. I mean, it's just I think they're they just they. I don't know, man. And how did it all end? Uh, did they did they kill themselves? They're cowards. Absolutely, they, they are. They're, I mean, they're, they're sure. cowards. They did all that, and they they was planned. Yeah, they they killed themselves. I think. Um, the Eric dude stuck the shotgun in his mouth, and the Dylan dude stuck it the this little pistol to his temple. So they went out like bitches, for sure. Yeah, and, I mean uh, uh, th- they came in like bitches. Yeah, and went out like bitches. They did, and I don't, I don't know, man. And that's what's so terrifying, man. You know what I'm saying? We send our kids to school. You know, we kiss them goodbye, thinking that we're gonna see them at you know the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And for something like that to conspire, like that is, that is like like we said, it's sickening. I mean, it's very sick. I don't I don't understand how anybody could ever come to a point in their life where they feel like the best thing that they could do is kill everybody around them. <laughs> I mean, that's it's evil. You gotta it, be in a really sick is. place, man. And yeah, and I mean, I mean, how can it? How how can people trust the system when it's it, that's not the last time it happened? No, it, it keeps happening. Um, they interviewed their parents and, um, of course, went and raided their house. And they found thousands of bullets, grenades, booklets. That's why parents, I'm not blaming it on the parents, but they are your responsibility in Absolutely. your house. Where were like, the parents yeah. at? I think Eminem had a, 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 a whole thing about yeah. Columbine, did he not, in the song? Yeah. The, uh, they blame it on Marilyn and the mm. hair, but where were the parents at? Mm-hmm. I mean, for real, where were the parents at? Yeah, I know. And then they found all kinds of just stuff to make bombs, video, homemade videos. But the thing the school did, they did school projects, like walking up the hallways in trench coats, same hallways they just shot up, like, which times have changed. You don't do For that sure. shit no more. I mean, yeah. I even think when I went to school, you weren't allowed to wear a trench coat anymore. Uh, yeah, I think they did, man. Yeah. I think somebody got uh, pulled into the office yeah. while I was in high school. Because they wore a trench coat to school, yeah, and which is a good thing. Um, For sure, I mean, you just never know, man. But I, I'm telling you, man, I I really, really think like that was the blueprint of school shootings, and unfortunately, it still happened. It's still gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But I mean, people have their opinions on guns. I'm a gun guy. 
Yeah, so, I am too. I, I am very pro gun. Uh, I think that there needs to be an extensive uh, background check. Uh, I think any kind of uh, psychological problems mm-hmm. that somebody's had, I think, needs to be evaluated in mm-hmm. the purchasing of a, a, a weapon. I, and I'm cool if you're if you're failing. Obviously, you don't need a gun. Right. You know, if you got some mental stuff going on, I don't mm-hmm. think you need a gun. Any kind of mental history, yeah. yeah. You know, um, I know there needs to be restrictions, but but what's really sad, B, is that uh, it, it, you know a lot of people are getting these guns just from other people. Yeah. You know, they're not just getting; they're not going to the gun store. There's so many, dude. That's never gonna stop. I'm sorry, it's I never know. gonna stop. And, uh, the, I don't. But the sad thing is, they think the solution is to take the guns away. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's no real distinct answer of how we can fix this because. Like I said, uh, nobody knew this was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody uh, expected this. Uh, so we, I mean, we've just got to be uh, more vigilant. Everybody's kind of got to pay attention uh, mm-hmm. to what's going on around them. Uh, like I said, I mean, it, it, you don't know. You don't know in a situation like that. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to, to even try to uh, think about what you do in a situation like that. No, you're right, man. You're right. So, <sighs> that that's why we've come to the conclusion that we don't want to uh, have our kids uh, in school. I mean, uh, we're still kind of going back and forth with it. We want them to, uh, to have that uh, kid uh, interaction. You know what I'm saying? We want mm-hmm. them to have that social interaction with other kids. But it's so scary, man. It is, man. I mean, if you think, like I said earlier, the, the Sandy Hook situation, mm-hmm. those were first graders, bro. You know what I'm saying? They were first graders. Dude. These are babies. They just got out of kindergarten. And, and not none of it's right, but good Lord, man, you know? That's... I, I just don't, I don't... I don't understand that. Uh, how that evil you know comes into somebody like that it doesn't make sense to me yeah it's, it's sickening there's no play and and first of all they're all rotten in hell that do this i'm sorry i, I would strongly so. believe that i would hope so i would hope so too i mean there's no there's no place there's other not. than that than for them so there's not man there's not and i just, i don't know i mean i know it's a different subject we talk about on here but yeah yeah i mean i mean but it's real mm-hmm. it, it's very real and, and it's and, happened one show I'd like to talk about nine eleven. I could talk about it for, uh, for two sure, days. man. I mean, you know? th- and what's crazy is the, the amount of conspiracies that's mm-hmm. behind that. Yeah, uh, I've got mm-hmm. a I've got a guy that we might be talking to mm-hmm. next week, uh, who is uh, very much involved in uh, you know that aspect of the nine mm-hmm. eleven conspiracies and is just he, overall. Does he think it's a conspiracy? He thinks some aspects of it mm-hmm. are. He thinks that some of it is just a you know a cover up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, I'm not sure his whole uh, outlook on everything, uh, mm-hmm. you know, far as 9/11 goes. But like he's got some in-depth stuff, like far as the, the you know, the government goes, how what's going on behind the scenes that nobody really thinks about. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'd like to talk to him about that. I mean, because there's so much that we could talk Dude, about in that aspect. I'm huge on 9/11, so you better be ready to talk. Oh man, he will be right. ready to talk, man. Yeah. My buddy, his name's Jacob Bibb. I'm gonna try to reach out to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, see see if he's available. Mm-hmm. We'll have him next time, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, uh, he's got a lot of insight. He's a very intelligent guy. He, uh, you know, he's he's very uh, smart. He does his research. He really pays attention to small details of mm-hmm. the conspiracy. What makes sense? What doesn't? And uh, you know, I think it really just does. Like these conspiracies, uh, kind of make you look at things differently. You know, like. Uh, there's, there, I mean, there's conspiracies on just about everything you can think of, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, uh, you know, I think he, he's got a lot to uh, offer in that aspect. And uh, he's also a big sports guy. Really? But I hate to tell you this. Is he a Bengal? He's a Bengals fan. Well, we're going to talk for 30 minutes about that. <laughs> right? Just go on a morning. Okay, but he's a U.K. fan, too. Does right. that make up for it a little yeah, it bit? Does. it does. Okay, okay. I'm sure that would make it up. But it's, it's just crazy to think about all this stuff, bro. Like, uh... All the stuff that we just don't fucking know shit about. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're worker ants that are just following along in this colony. All the while, there's some kid tapping on the glass. You know what I'm saying? The the higher ups that are just mm-hmm. you know controlling what we do. We don't even realize they're controlling what we do. 
Right. There's so much we could talk to about that. I'm, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really either, but I mean, it's very it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. It is. It's, like it's, Speedy, same way. Yeah, Speedy said he wanted yeah. to talk about that too. And, and he's about to start his own podcast. He so, is. So. Hey, man, we wish you all the best for that, dude, man. I hope you have a lot of success with your uh, podcast coming up, Speedy, if you're listening. It'd be interesting. Just don't be shitting no uh, Subway, Subway sandwiches. sandwiches. $5. <laughs> Five dollar shit long. <laughs> That's a five dollar free long. You know? Ooh, no speed guy. Yeah, but man, hey, listen. Uh, I really want I want my kids to grow up like I did. You know, I want them to have that experience. Uh, I want them to, uh, you know, have a fond memory. Like we talk about high mm-hmm. school stuff all the time. I mean, that was some of the best times of our it lives, was, right there. You know, uh, I want them to experience that uh, just like we did. And uh, it, it's just scarier now. Cause it is. It, it's like a trending topic. You know, it is. It happens every other year. And I hope, I like to think that we're in a pretty safe town, you know what I mean? But I'm sure all these other towns thought the same thing. Well, you know? I mean, we had a little scare uh, not too long ago. I think it was, what, 2017 or 18? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where uh, I think somebody was walking through the school grounds. with, or they yeah. uh, They had planned to shoot. Anderson County up mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. Kid from Shelby County? And Opie's the one that stopped it. Yeah. 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 Caught got, him, arrested got on him. Ellen and everything. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it is. That's... I mean, and that just goes to show you, man, it could happen anywhere. Yeah, you, know, you know that woman's a pretty bad lady, though. Did you know that? The what woman? The woman that um, reported it. She's a bad lady? The lady from Shelbyville? No, she's she's not from Shelbyville. I thought from she was Tucky. from Shelbyville. She's from a different state. She's, uh, she's quite the character. She was was she on Ellen too? Yeah. Okay. She yeah, I know who you're talking about. She's not a good person, and I won't get into why, but I'll tell you later. Yeah, okay, tell me yeah, later. Yeah, because I'm interested. She is not a good person at all. And if if you guys are interested, you know, well, obviously you can check her out. I, I can't remember her name something Caroli or something. I don't know her. She's, Caroli. That's something. a hell of a name. She's not a good person. And <laughs> she didn't have. Any, she didn't even have a good. And name. we we gave her a parade and everything, but she showed her true colors. So. I'll let you know later. Okay. Okay. Don't, like I said, y'all can look her. into that. Uh, but yeah, it is scary times. Um, it's unfortunate times. You know, this is it's not a good look for us as a as a uh, Americans. You know, we were we used to be we used to be like what people wanted out of life. Like people, the American way is what everybody wanted. And then mm-hmm. now, like if you are traveling from another country to the United States. You can look mm-hmm. this up, too. There's uh, these pamphlets that they'll give you mm-hmm. saying, uh, stay away from certain areas, don't go to the bar scene, because we're prone to uh, gun violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, and that that right there is just giving the the freedom of guns a, a bad name. And I, I, I think uh, everybody should uh, really uh, enforce your uh, amendments, because mm-hmm. I'm... I mean, it's one of our top amendments, you know, mm-hmm. you know, right to bear arms. Mm-hmm. So uh, we need to stick to that, but we've really got to put the arms in right hands. Um, I want to say, why did um, the Oklahoma sitting bombing happen once? We took care of it. 9-11 happened once. We, strong, we strengthened the airport, strengthened the cockpit. You can't get in that shit no more. Why do we continue having school shootings, though? Why? Because I think I think uh, the system gets comfortable. I do too. I think it gets like it, it won't it, happen to us. Right, yeah, you know, they, it gets comfortable. We're, it's not going to happen to us. Uh, you know, they they actually do have training programs for mm-hmm. school shooting situations, but they don't really have um, you know preventative cautionary measures mm-hmm. uh, to prevent it. And uh, I mean, it, it happened. It happened once because I mean. That guy was actually a very intelligent person. Like he mm-hmm. built those bombs, blew up the place. But these these guys, they, these guys they loved him. They that yeah. that was their main like that was one of their guys. It was their hero? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But my but dude, I mean, as far as metal detectors, you know, more security at schools. Should teachers be armed? Because is that I don't, really the I, answer? I, I mean, I don't. I don't think it is. Because what if they leave the gun in their desk or something? You know? Yeah, I mean, you never know. Yeah, right. that situation right there. Right. Uh, uh, arming our teachers uh, could be a good or bad thing, like you said, if they forget their gun. But what I think is, they need to have. I don't. I don't know why our schools are not fenced in. 
you know, have a complete barrier around our fence or around our school uh, and Mm -hmm. have, you know, I mean, if if we got security guards at Jim Beam and I'm sure you guys Mm -hmm. got security guards at uh, Buffalo. They flip us off every day we honk at them. Oh, there you go. (laughs) See, so but you have somebody there who uh, controls the traffic that goes in and out. I don't understand why we don't have like more security system. Mm You know, going around our schools, I, I'm, I'm sure the budget has a big deal to do with that. But, mm-hmm. like, why is there not a barricade, mm-hmm. a, or a, a, you know, mm-hmm. surrounding the school? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, why is there no security there? Well, the, why, my thing is, and this might, I mean, this is, you know. Prevent them from coming in before they get in. Look, yeah. more cameras, mm-hmm. a security guard at the freaking gate right, to check. You know, after school hours, check. And mm-hmm. what about bulletproof windows on the first floor around the whole school? And go ch- go cheap second, third floor. I mean, when it becomes an issue, that's the precautionary measures that you have to take. If I was, if seriously, if I was a millionaire, I'd I'd do that for our school system. Yeah, I, I'm damn serious. I mean, and why not? Right, S- security guard at the front. You know what I mean? Checking in everybody, not just in the school, in the freaking parking lot. Right, absolutely, yeah, preventing them from coming in before it's a problem. Yes. I don't understand how we can raise all this money for brand new scoreboards, yeah. brand new jerseys, you know, but, I mean, what's the main thing when we send our kids to school? We want them to be safe. I mean, we got like a $3 million library downtown. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know I mean, like, uh, money's just not getting distributed where, uh, you know, it could potentially help a situation such as that. You're right. right. I mean... It's uh, it's sad, yeah. <laughs> for real. the The capability of cameras nowadays. You got cameras that fit in the top of pins, right? You right. know, like we we should have better surveillance for our children. I think uh, I think we're not hitting the mark when it comes to uh, making sure our our students and our kids are safe. Don't don't you think it'd be harder to get in though? Security guard, bulletproof windows on the front floor. Absolutely. Metal detector. Uh, yeah, doors that don't open from the outside. A gate. You have somebody you have somebody standing at the door who uh, allows access. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? Before before you get into the parking lot, you you're check checked. in. Check in. I mean, it, it's inconvenient, and I'm sure people are going to say that it's you know unnecessary, but it really isn't. Yeah, when it comes it, to the overall safety, yeah. you know, that's if necessary procedure. If them people lost their kids, they absolutely wouldn't, they wouldn't. I mean, ask them parents from Columbine or Sadie whatever Hook or Sandy Hook, yeah, Parkland in Florida. Ask them if they Virginia were Tech. There yeah, I mean, that's Virginia what I'm, Tech. That's what I'm saying. So there's. There's so many situations that just shows that we need to upscale the security. Uh, you know, it, like I said, like we were talking about, the the barricade around mm-hmm. the the whole uh, property line of the school mm-hmm. needs to be on surveillance mm-hmm. at, at all times. Yeah, almost um, like a damn prison. prison. Yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, yeah, that's what it's come to. We we need to protect, uh, you know, the outside from coming in. So. If you got to do razor wire at mm-hmm. the top of the fence, do razor wire at the top of the fence. But I mean, I would rather that money be invested mm-hmm. to our children's uh, protection, safety, mm-hmm. than uh, than I, I could care less what the the football team, baseball yeah. team's wearing. You yeah. know, what I'm saying the sport's still going to be a sport. And and another thing, a lot of these classrooms, when they do get in the school, they're just breaking that door or classroom window and sticking their gun in there and spraying. They ain't mm-hmm. even coming. What about like a a freaking peak hole, just like a door, or a freaking, I mean, another bulletproof window right there, you know? That so makes they're sense. They're breaking that. They're just sticking their freaking AR in a classroom and, just, and spraying. And spraying, yeah. yeah. But that window shouldn't be that breakable, man. You lock the no. door, okay. But but, but that unfortunately, with all of this, uh, bulletproof glass is not cheap. Yeah, so yeah, I know it ain't. But, I mean, the, the, the cost of our children's safety is... Is is priceless, and, and, so. and that's where I go back saying, dude, if you have a, a millionaire in this county, or raise the money. I mean, yeah, there's so much, there's yeah. so much that could be done. That's that, what I would do. Yeah. I know everybody ain't like it, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, nobody, we, not everybody has kids either, so they don't really understand. Right. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, once uh, once you have children. And you realize the, uh, the 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 protection that you have for them. As soon as you see their little face, mm-hmm. uh, you, your main job is to protect them and keep them safe, keep them alive. And uh, you're you're kind of at the mercy of the school 
mm-hmm. uh, when you hand them off each morning and, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, have a better peace of mind just to know that the safety, like, I would be okay with that. Like, if I had to take my kid to school, go through all these procedures, you know, check in with the security guard before you get into the facility, mm-hmm. uh, I would be okay with that. Me too. Considering that my child would be safer. You know, yeah. it's just, it's it's sad we're talking about this right well, now, man. It's, it's sad that this is the subject that, you know, we're actually discussing. And and the main reason I brought up Colin Mindedake because last month, at the end of last month, was like the 20-something year anniversary. Yeah. What, 22, 23? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 24 wasn't necessarily something yeah. we needed to talk about, but it was, like I said, it was a big event in our life. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, just like you said about 9-11, we experienced mm-hmm. that uh, firsthand. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, get to, we get to see a, a country cry together and come back stronger together. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, we're, we're hitting full circle again, and uh, we're kind of losing that, that uh, camaraderie that we had at that point because mm-hmm. uh, – if you don't, I mean, if anybody doesn't remember, 9-11 brought everybody together. It, it, it made Americans uh, love each other again. It made uh, it made us all come together as one instead of uh, individuals. And I think, uh, you know, we're, we're we're missing out on that Dude, nowadays. That, that we're gonna have to do a 9-11 show. Man. I think so, man. Um, Seriously, you want you want to save it for September? We'll we'll talk uh, to it around that time. Whatever. It don't matter. <laughs> yeah. It, but it needs to be addressed because yeah. all these big events, man. I mean, these are is, things I mean, people are gonna this be is, reading. This, this is history. They're gonna be reading in the history books when we're dead. Yeah, absolutely. Know, both. This, I mean, this and nine eleven. Yeah, just like any war, anything mm-hmm. like that. I mean, they will be talking about this. Uh, mm-hmm. And to, um, we, if you think about it, just in our lifespan, B, mm-hmm. we're thirty-seven years old. Mm-hmm. Think about how much we've witnessed. Oh, the coronavirus, mm-hmm. all these wars. Mm-hmm. Um, all these school shootings, it's it's, it's insane, man. It's, Steelers it's, Super Bowls, yeah, Buccaneers Super Bowls. I remember those too. too. <laughs> too. But it 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 just blows me away. How it is, and I mean, we we're being a part of history, man. Yeah, living it, living it, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, building from it. And we, uh, you know, we got to we just got to be better people. I mean, uh, all this stuff wouldn't happen. If uh, there was more love, you know what I mean. No, I do, I do, I do, man, I do. But hey, we gotta, you know, we just gotta keep doing what we're doing every day. I mean, we just kind of, kind of hope for the best right now until things ever get, er, everything gets better. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, sure do. Episode eight. Episode eight, man. Hey, golly, man. Episode eight. Can you, mm-hmm. can you, can you believe this? Like can you believe this? Uh-huh. <laughs> just started. Yeah. Well, sorry, we uh. We, I mean, we went down that rabbit hole, but that is that is something that really needs to be brought to you know more people's attention. I think because mm-hmm. people forget about it, and then when it happens again, it's no big deal. You know. So, um, you know, my or we'll, we'll close on in a minute. But you know, what my kid told me last night. What did he tell you? You know these kids. You know, you know, you have kids. They, yeah. They come off with some off the wall. Kids shit, say the darndest things. They yeah. did. <laughs> he he told me something last night, and I thought about it all day at work, and I just kept smiling like this little shit. <laughs> All right. What you got? He said he, he he argued with me. He didn't just tell me. He argued with me. He said that birds are robots. I'm birds like, are robots. Birds are robots. Actually, I've heard that. I've heard that like they're uh, FBI agents. Well, he and I'm like, what do you mean they're robots? He's like, they're just robots. I'm like, no, they're not, Carter. I said, no. And he's like, yeah, they are. And he goes, you shoot when it bleeds. But look, he says, you know how they get powered up and charged? I said, how? And he said, when they stand on power lines. Uh, that's not I mean that's smart I mean that's that's how conspiracy theory starts every time I seen a bird on a power line today at work I was like this little shit man you up there watching watching that fucker charge no no he's up there charging (laughs) and taking off watching me over here pick my nose and shit well I mean these kids come up with anything don't they yeah man but you gotta love them man you gotta love them Hell yeah. Guys, appreciate y'all listening to this podcast. Yeah, man. Um, I know it's it, it a little deep, I know. Um, but. It's, that, a, it's a little more deep than what we, man. we're usually goofballs and man. stuff. But I mean, when some real shit needs to be talked about, some it real is. shit needs to be and, talked and about. And it came out of nowhere. It was good shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love it, man. It did. T, episode eight. Once again, baby, as always. Yes, yes sir. sir, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's do it again.